Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Pandemic Parenting Sucks. And there's a bunch of stuff to talk about today, kind of. The, I guess the biggest thing is here, well, the CDC, so nationally, the CDC released today that if you are fully vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors, and you do not have to socially distance anymore. They just announced this around 3 p.m., and our governor announced around 4 that those of us that are fully vaccinated do not have to wear masks anymore as per CDC guidelines. Now, granted, this happened after business hours for most places. The exception is if um, a private business could still tell you you have to wear a mask. We're at my son's 4-H meeting tonight, and they're still requiring all the adults to wear masks, even if they are fully vaccinated. Also, a big thing that happened today, in our state in Illinois, they opened up vaccines for 12 and older. So uh, my 11-year-old missed it by six months. Um, I'm hoping by the middle of summer, they will have eight to 12. So then two of my three kids could be vaccinated, and that would open up a lot of activities and stuff for us in the future. Lots of vacations in the future and stuff like that. Um... A lot of my friends with older kids are going and getting them vaccinated this week and the beginning of next week, which is really cool. I'm super jealous. I wish I could have my kids vaccinated. I think that would be a load off my shoulders. And I think I would feel better about our vacation that we're going on soon if they were able to get vaccinated before we went. And, you know, it's this is the end of everything. Um, the Those of you that are parents, and I'm assuming most of the people that listen to my podcast are parents. Um, whether your kids are little or big, I'm assuming you're all parents. Um, May. May is like October for some reason. May and October are my two busiest months of the year. May is very, very busy. It's the end of everything. Um, our soccer, we have our last soccer game this coming Saturday. My 11-year-old had his band concert last week, and he did really well. And he played the Sounds of Silence on his trumpet that he hasn't been playing for a year. And he played very, very well. Um, so band is technically over, even though we are probably going to have private lessons over the summer just so he can keep active and keep doing what he's supposed to do. Then we're going to have um, our last soccer game on Saturday. Tonight is the last 4-H meeting and they're setting off the rockets on Saturday. So that'll be done on Saturday. Our school is done on the 21st. So our school is done next Friday. So we have a week left of school. Summer school doesn't start until July. My kids are not doing this June summer session. They, uh, the June summer session is for kids that are behind or kids that didn't have good attendance. Um, ironically, this is going to be the first year in a very long time that my kids have had perfect attendance. My 11 year old had perfect attendance in kindergarten. And that was so stressful for me as a parent, because every time he was even a little sick, he wanted to go to school because he wanted to keep the perfect attendance and get the perfect attendance award that every year after that, I basically said, fuck it. And we missed a day in like September or October. So we didn't have the perfect attendance looming over our heads for the rest of the year. So, and my school ended, my one college ended last week. My other college this week is finals week, so they will be done. I've already given all my finals and turned my grades in, so I am done. I am done for three months. I am done until the middle of August. 
for both colleges so that's really nice this is the first summer I've had off in a long time so I feel like this is the end of everything and um, we will be going on vacation soon we will be packing and doing all of that after everything is over and then in June we have a bunch of things happening in June swim lessons start in June uh, we are gonna go camping in June then my son, my 11 year old has Boy Scout camp and this is his first ever Boy Scout camp in June and my husband is going to go be a leader at Boy Scout camp. So it's, everything is ending, everything is starting. The kids are super excited to be done with school. They want to have that one month break between school and summer camp because summer camp is through their school district, but it's like a fun STEM, STEAM, STREAM, whatever. STEM is, without art steam has art in it and then stream has reading and art so i don't know which one it is but that one it's, it's called smash camp but it's where they get to do and have all that fun and my son has done it every year that he's been eligible to do it last year would have been my daughter's first year she could do it but the virus hit and they couldn't have it so this will be her first year that she can do it that she's eligible to do it so she's excited to do it. She's a little apprehensive, so she keeps asking her brother what it's like. And he's like, it's super fun. And if one sibling has done it before, they can do it again because it's it's hard to get into. Not every kid can just sign up and get into it. It's a selection process. But because my 11-year-old is so advanced, my 8-year-old can piggyback off of him and do this camp because he's already going to it. And once you get in one year, then you can go every year. This is his last year of smash camp because he will age out uh he's technically in smash camp junior he'll go to smash camp senior next year because it'll be for the junior high kids um we went and had his sixth grade physical at 11 years old he is five feet one and a half inches tall 106 pounds looks completely like his father very minimally like me but talks and acts and is a big extrovert like mommy. So I'll take what I can get. He got three shots. He got his two sixth grade shots and one shot that they save for ninth graders. But since he is height and weight qualifies him for the shot, he went ahead and got it. And that was nice just to get that over with and get that out of the way. He took it like a trooper. He doesn't cry. He doesn't fight. One of the things I thought was really funny slash sad is... He didn't get a sucker this year after he got his vaccine. So we walk out and we're walking to the van. And he's like, I didn't get a sucker. And I like looked at him. He goes, I was really good. I didn't get a sucker. So he was super disappointed that he is basically outgrown the sucker. I'm like, mommy doesn't get suckers now when she gets shots either. Sorry, buddy. So he was disappointed about that. But we were able to get his school physical, his sports physical, and his Boy Scout physical all done at the same time. It went really well. Um, the doctor threw him off a couple times because my 11 year old is very, very literal. He doesn't understand, um, a lot of things that are, if they're not posed like as direct questions. So the doctor was going off a checklist and he looks at him and he goes, are you a boy, a girl or unsure? And so my 11 year old looks back at me, looks back at his doctor and he goes, I don't understand. He's like, well, do you think of yourself as a boy? Do you think of yourself as a girl? Or do you don't know what you are? And he's like, I'm a boy. Uh, he was very confused by the whole situation. So then the doctor went and explained it to him. And 
he understood it once the doctor explained it, but he didn't understand it in the context the doctor was asking. And then the doctor was like asking him, you know, if he's ever been depressed or if he feels like he doesn't belong and like all this stuff. And it was just throwing him off. And he's like, no, I should I <laughs> like then he started asking him questions back. Like, why are you asking these questions? Should I feel this? Is this normal? Is it not normal if I don't feel this? So it was really funny. Um, the yeah, it was hard saying goodbye to my high school seniors this year. I don't know if it was last year was really hard too because they got hit with the coronavirus and I just felt like so bad for them that you know they they couldn't graduate they missed their graduations and it was just so sad and so overwhelming for my last year's seniors and I felt so bad and I remember being in video chats with them and just crying because I felt so bad for them I felt bad for their parents and what they were missing out on and how their first year of college is just going to be so different. This year was sad, but it was sad because I was mourning the loss I had. I felt like I never got the chance to really know them because I didn't get to be in the classroom with them, interacting with them. I still went and, you know, I watched their games online. I saw the ones I could in person. I was able to try to do a connection that way. But I really missed the in-person connection. I missed talking to them. I missed my office hours I'd do before class or after class. I'd, I'd come like 15 minutes early and just let the kids talk to me and tell me about their day or what they're worried about. And I missed that. I missed that this year. So I think I was upset and I like a little forlorn at the end of the semester because I didn't get that with these students. So I feel bad like I missed out on that with these students. Um... But I'm hoping that, you know, what the CDC just came out with, I'm hoping that these kids will have a better year next year. I'm hoping my kids will have a better year next year. I'm hoping the CDC thing wasn't premature. I'm hoping that we don't have a spike because of it. I am hoping that people that didn't get vaccinated still wear their masks, but I know they're not going to. I know they're going to just lie and say, yes, I'm vaccinated. But I really, really hope they get vaccinated. I just want to go back to normal so bad. Uh, I mean, it's great for my husband and I since we are vaccinated. When we do go on vacation, it'll be more pleasant for us. But the kids are going to be miserable. We're going to be in a very hot area of the country. And they're going to have to wear masks while we're there. Where my husband and I are not going to have to wear masks. Now, I don't know if we might wear masks in solidarity with them. If we, you know, so we can regulate our temperature and know what they're feeling so we might do that I just don't know but I do know that I feel really bad for them the I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel I was discussing with my high schoolers like what should I call my podcast when the pandemic's over and they were joking around like post-pandemic parenting sucks or parenting sucks or you know, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Or maybe I'll just keep it. Pandemic parenting sucks. I don't know. I think I'm going to keep doing it, though, because I like doing it. It's like therapy. I know the next couple weeks may be sporadic, me doing it. Um, but we'll see. I might try to record ahead of time. I don't know. I don't edit these at all. I literally record and publish. 
I maybe because I'm lazy maybe it just makes me seem more raw and real we'll just say that but I am lazy I don't want to edit anything half the time I'm recording these on my phone in a parking lot I mean if you can hear car noises in the background I'm sitting in a parking lot on the ground recording these watching a bunny eat eat um, dandelions so and like it, it last fall I was recording them on a soccer field half the time so it's raw and real guys this is parenting you if you want to do a podcast you have to make time for it I don't even make time for myself half the time oh yeah that's something I want to talk about I am getting my hair cut next week I have not got my hair cut in almost two years in August it'll be two years since I've got my hair cut professionally I have been cutting and dyeing my hair at home this whole time I'm very low maintenance when it comes to hair granted my hair is blue right now but I'm normally very low maintenance my hair is very long very thick very blue Um, but I am gonna get my hair cut for the first time and my eight-year-old is also going to get her hair cut and I'm getting that done on Tuesday and what's really cool about it is a lady um, is coming to my house to do it she has a mobile salon which is essentially an RV and she comes to your house and you can either get your hair cut in her RV or she'll cut her hair in your house I'm gonna have her come into my house to do it because I have children and but she comes in and cuts your hair and everything and it's really reasonably priced so I'm kind of excited to get my hair done professionally yeah I haven't done it in two years so that'd be very cool I'm kind of sick of cutting my own hair and God knows what my hair looks like in the back because I just pretend it doesn't exist I've almost been afraid to flat iron my hair because my hair is curly wavy like if my hair was shorter it'd be curlier but because my hair is down to the middle of my back it's very wavy now and that also means it's very forgiving so I don't have to cut in a straight line but if I flat iron my hair it would show all the imperfections and my hair usually like before pre-pandemic you know the good times I would cut my hair like get my hair cut professionally and get layers put into it because my hair is very thick and I have not had any layers put into it so my hair is very heavy and very hot and we're coming into the summer months and like I don't know maybe once every four years I'll get the itch and I'll cut my hair up to my chin or shorter I'm not doing that this time I've learned my lesson I only do that before winter because in the summer I want a ponytail no matter how short my hair is I want to use a ponytail so I keep my hair at least ponytail length for me I, this time I'm probably going to get six inches cut off uh, it's going to be right below my collarbones so it'll be just long enough to do ponytails fine I hate it when the back falls out of the ponytail I always wear very high ponytails so I want to keep it in a ponytail but I'll let you guys know how that goes I, I'm very interested in this and see how it works out um, it'd be very nice to have the salon come to you um I think for both my daughter and I to get our hair cut and for her to come to us, it's like $55, which I didn't think was bad. Granted, it's more expensive than what I've been doing because I've been cutting it at home and the lady who previously cut my hair would cut it for $20, but she quit because of COVID. She was older anyway. She was in her mid sixties and she only did hair like three times a week, but because of COVID shutting them down and then she'd decided to go ahead and retire and she actually sold her um style salon she sold her salon so she 
she just stopped and I needed to find someone new. So we'll see if this works out. Otherwise, I'm going to give my eight-year-old a pair of scissors and let her cut my hair. If I was a little skinnier, I'd probably shave my head. But I'm still a little chubby. I still got a little bit of that COVID weight on. Uh, one of these days, I'll get rid of the COVID weight. But as of right now, I still have it. The, yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next year will be my year. Um, I will say, don't feel sorry for me. I'm not actively trying to get rid of it. So it's my fault. And... I just, I find more important things to do instead of actively trying to restrict myself or exercise every day. I've been there before. I've dropped a lot of weight before, but between having Emmy, my three-year-old, and I, I breastfed her, she was two, and when you're breastfeeding, it's hard to drop weight too. So I was just like, uh, and then COVID hit. And I was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm just going to do what I want. And I'm going to try this summer not to let it stop me from doing anything. I'm still going, I still plan on going to the water park. I still plan on taking my kids to the beach. I still plan on camping and running around. Just trying to be self-conscious about it. Mainly because one, I have two little girls. And those two little girls are looking at me and how I treat my body. And how I shy away from doing certain activities. So if they see me not wanting to do something because of how I look they might feel ashamed of themselves or they might not want to do something because of how they look. And I don't want that to affect them. And I'm very aware that they're watching me. So I'm going to try my hardest this summer just to have fun. Uh, my husband says I'm still hot. And that's why we're married. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I mean, he's lying, but that's so sweet. So the... But instead of killing myself to lose it or beating myself up about it, I'm going to work on accepting it. And when I'm saying I'm a little chubby, I'm just a little chubby. I'm not like, oh, like morbidly obese. Like I, I don't get my own reality TV show or maybe that should be my life goals, maybe. But the I'm heavier than I would like to be. Um, but. Yeah, I, that's something I may work on in the fall when all three of my kids are full day school. When I have some time to myself, I'm hoping if they go back to school normally. And as of right now, that is not the plan. As of right now, it's still A-B days for the fall. But if they go back full time, go back normally, I'm hoping, 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 hoping that I will be able to get in some gym hours. And honestly, just getting some time to myself maybe enough to relieve enough stress um unfortunately for me my autoimmune disorder also makes it pretty hard like I have to work pretty hard to get weight off uh, because I have a inflammation related autoimmune disorder so I'm always puffy I always look puffy even when I'm very slim I look puffy because of it so it's that's difficult there um but we'll see. It's not on my priority list. Getting healthier is on my priority list. Getting less stressed is on my priority list. Sleeping at night is on my priority list. This, I mean, it just hit me hard. I have struggled very hard with insomnia during this. Um, I got a fitness tracker because I 
didn't feel like I was getting sleep and I'm not. I It tells when I'm laying down, but I'm not actually resting. So I'm very fitful. Most of the time I only get like sleep, sleep, and I'm using hand quotes, but you can't see me. I'm doing little air quotes, my fingers. I only like get a deep sleep for around three hours. I'll do about two REM cycles and then I'll wake up. So I, I feel like I'm getting more sleep because I'm laying down, which is helpful because the three-year-old has started sleeping in her bedroom with her sister. However, the three-year-old, and this is going to sound really bad because I'm comparing my kid to the toddler from Pet Cemetery. Um, spoiler alert, if you've never seen Pet Cemetery, the Stephen King cult classic, stop this right now and go watch it otherwise. So in Pet Cemetery, there's a toddler little toddler zombie, or whatever you want to call it. Kid dies, they bring him back. But you never bring him back out of Pet cemetery because they don't come back right. Um, as the old man says in the movie. And he's running around the house. He kills the old man. He's trying to kill his dad. And he's like, come play with me. Come play with me. So I'm comparing my three-year-old to this. It's very flattering. But she has been getting up in the middle of the night and going around the house and waking us up or scaring the crap out of us because she's not in her bed in the morning. We'll find her sleeping on the couch or in the chair. Um, We've talked about baby gating the hallway so she can't get down the hallway so we can hear her. But we're worried if we baby get the baby gate the hallway, she will um, get into like the bathroom or something that she can get into because she can't get down the hallway. But no, it's terrifying because like I, I'll wake up to go pee or something at three in the morning and I'll see that their bedroom doors open. And because of fire safety week, we all know to shut our bedroom doors. So I'll get up and I'll look and her bedroom doors open and I'm like, oh shit, she's up somewhere. So it's like the terrifying, where's the toddler that's killing people? Where's my three-year-old? I don't know what she's doing. So that's terrifying. And she's done this for the past two weeks, getting up more nights than not. And it's starting to become an issue. So we'll figure that out. We'll see how that's going to go. I don't know how that will go. We'll see how that goes. Um, While we are gone, my father-in-law, who is staying at our house and house-sitting for us, he is going to take down the crib out of our room. She has not slept in the crib since December. And But every time we try to take it down, she has a fit. So we're hoping if he takes it down while we are gone and gets disposes of it then we can get away with it so hopefully fingers crossed that works he gets two cats for us um and make sure that our cat dylan is not scared he's going to stay with him and my eight-year-old is very upset by this she wants to make sure the cat's taken care of my 11 year old got upset because i think he thought we were taking the cat on vacation with us we are not Um, One of the new fun interesting things too is we bought one of the hard shells that goes on top of our van for packing because we're that family now. Um, Apparently once you hit five people, two adults and three kids, you need more room, especially for going more than a couple days. So we are going to be going more than a couple days. And so we bought one of those, but we have not put it on top of the van yet. So let's see if, you know, divorce papers are drawn when this is all said and done. Who knows that I think we might make it, hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't rip off the top or, you know, cause us to tip over in high winds or something. So, but next week I'll probably do a 
podcast on Friday so I could talk about how the end of the year went and all of that and I could tell you how getting my haircut went and then I might not have a podcast the next week depending if I can podcast ahead or not so we'll see how that goes otherwise we're in a little early have a wonderful night have a wonderful week and I hope to talk to everybody next week